Slava Jesus Christus, Slava Navika, Glory be to Jesus Christ, Glory be forever. This is Father Basil again, doing another podcast. And I've been talking about Old Testament figures in the Bible and their relationship with God and their relationship with, you know, in our faith how they we can learn from them and today i want to talk about saint paul probably one of the most famous christian saints that there is in this world i'm going to read about the conversion of saul meanwhile saul still breathing threats and murder against the disciples of the lord went to the high priest and asked him for letters to the synagogues at Damascus, so that if he found any who belonged to the way, men or women, he might bring them bound to Jerusalem. Now as he was going along and approaching Damascus, suddenly a light from heaven flashed around him. He fell to the ground and heard a voice saying to him, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? He asked, Who are you, Lord? The reply said, I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. But get up and enter the city, and you will be told what you are to do. The men who were traveling with him stood speechless, because they heard the voice, but saw no one. Saul got up from the ground, and though his eyes were open, he could see nothing. So they led him by hand and brought him to Damascus. For three days he was without sight and neither ate nor drank. Now there was a disciple in Damascus named Ananias. The Lord said to him in a vision, Ananias, he answered, Here I am, Lord. The Lord said to him, Get up and go to the street called Straight, and at the house of Judas look for a man of Tarsus named Saul. At this moment he was is praying, and he has seen in a vision a man named Ananias come in and lay his hands on him so that he might regain his sight. But Ananias answered, Lord, I have heard from many about this man, how much evil he has done to their saints in Jerusalem. And here he has authority from the chief priest to bind all who invoke your name. But the Lord said to him, Go, for he is an instrument whom I have chosen to bring my name before Gentiles and kings and before the people of Israel. I myself will show him how much he must suffer for the sake of my name. So Ananias went and entered the house. He laid his hands on Saul and said, Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus who appeared to you on your way here has sent me so that you may regain your sight and be filled with the Holy Spirit. And immediately something like scales fell from his eyes and his sight was restored. Then he got up and was baptized and after taking some food, he regained his strength. So, that is the story of Saul, who is later named Paul's conversion. And, you know, obviously we can learn a lot from this story. First of all, we learn that no matter how sinful we think we are, there's always hope. For everyone in this world there's always hope for us to um, 
know, like Paul, like Saul, to turn back to God and to become children of God again, to become saints. Because that's really what we're all supposed to be. We're supposed to be saints. So, um, I think it's so important for us to remember that the mercy of God holds no bounds. The mercy of God is so powerful that no matter what we have done, we will be saved by the death of Jesus on the cross and if we accept his love and mercy in our souls and ask for forgiveness of our trespasses. So, Paul, or Saul, as he was known at that time of his conversion, was a very evil man. He did so much evil to the church. He did so much evil to the people around him. To, to, he wanted to destroy the church. He wanted to destroy Christians. And you might wonder, well, why would Jesus pick such a man, this sinful man, this, this man with many evil thoughts, with many evil actions that he did? Why would Jesus pick this man to be, you know, the, the person to bring the gospel to the Gentiles? Well, there's probably a lot of reasons that we don't always understand. For, you know, Saul, Paul, knew the Jewish faith very well. He was, you know, he was very learned. He was very educated in, in the uh, teachings of the law. And, you know, Jesus knew that he would work um, for, uh, you know, that, that he had this quality, that, that Paul, that Saul had this quality to be able to teach the faith to others in a way that inspired others, you know? And, and it's, you know, there's a few people I think we know in our lives do we know anyone who repented of their sinfulness and now can teach others about God? You know, those who are the greatest sinners might actually be the best preachers because of their humility, of their um, knowledge that they are still sinners and they need to work harder than ever to make sure that they don't fall back into the trap of sin. So everyone who is a sinner, everyone who has committed great sins, they know that without God, they will be back in the devil's um, hands. And they're going to try harder and harder to, you know, uh, to to do God's will 
because they know what sin has done to them. They know what sin has done in their relationship with God. So eventually, after this conversion, Paul, you know, became one of the greatest evangelists of all the history of the Christian church. He went to so many different places to preach the good news. He built so many churches. He he was just, you know, he was so well-known. Probably, again, the most well-known missionary of the Christian church of all time. And, of course, he worked also with Peter. And uh, Peter, we'll, we'll talk another time about Peter and his adventures as well. But Peter also was a great sinner. Peter, we know that denied Christ three times. And Peter was the one that, you know, even when Christ first called him, Peter said, you know, um, stay away from me, Lord, because I'm a great sinner. You know? And, and it didn't matter. It didn't matter that Peter was a sinner. Jesus had a role for him. And, you know, by their physical suffering, both Peter and Paul, you know, atoned for their sins. By their, you know, they were both um, martyred for the faith. They were both, they both were tortured horribly, suffered horribly because of their their faith in Jesus Christ. So, I think the most important thing to remember from this conversion story of Paul is that it doesn't matter how much we think we are sinning. There's always hope for us. There's always redemption for us. There's always a time when we can become the people God wants us to be. And, you know, we don't want to wait forever to do this. We want to do it as, as quick as possible. We want to repent, go to confession. If we are sinners, do not, um, do not wait to repent. Let us become the people of God. Let us become the people Christ wants us to be. And go to confession. Don't be afraid to admit our sinfulness. Don't be afraid to um, try to do better in, in our lives. Try not to commit the same sins again. And become the saints that God, that Jesus wants us to be. God bless you. Have a good day.